Welcome to the Paranormies Midweek Edition, the Nationalist Inquirer. I am, as usual, Johnny Minoxide, alongside Reinhard von Krieger. What's up, dude? Oh, not much. Uh, just finished putting together our first cover for the Nationalist Inquirer. Hope everybody enjoys it. Nice. And one Mr. Dogbot. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Took the uh, took the chupacabras to the park and, uh, you know, came really close to one of them tearing apart a raven thinking it was a chicken. They're bloodthirsty animals. All right. And uh, yeah, but they but they won't attack a toddler. No, no, just pit bulls. Just pit bulls do that. And uh, as usual, over in the corner, our own bad boy, Jack the Intern. What's up? What's going on? Hope everyone likes uh, the new bit. That I got at the end of the show today. Yes. Oh, way to ruin the surprise, Jack. Well, we're not going to tell them what it is. They're, they're going to find out. We're just going to leave it as a cliffhanger. Yes. Everybody's going to have to actually listen to the whole show this time. Wait a minute. They do that anyways. Yes. We're going to have a new bit for the Nationalist Inquirer. Um, what's up, guys? Yeah. Midweek. Midweek show. Nothing really big going on. Have you guys noticed anything in the news at all? I mean, like, it's almost like nothing's going. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes. Breaking news. Right. Breaking, breaking, breaking. So, what's this cat's name? Almad. Al Issa. Ahmad Al Issa. Ahmad Ahmad Al Issa is a terrorist who shot up a supermarket in Boulder, Colorado. Whoa, 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 Johnny! Did what? you just call him a terrorist because he's a Muslim? No, he's a terrorist because he shot up a grocery store. Oh, oh, do, oh. do I mean two things? I was do just we going even know on. If the... He's Muslim, and do we even know if he shot the place up? All right, well, hang on. I was just going off of what I heard on the news. I, you know, I don't. We don't watch any of this crap. I, I heard from somebody that there was a shooting. There was a shooty bang bang at a place named, I think it was like the, literally called like the Super Shopper or something. Was that- I don't know. I, I, I've, I've never been to Colorado. I'm sure they have very interesting sure. versions of grocery stores there. Sure. Every state has its own weird grocery store, you know. Piggly Wiggly in, in down in the southeast. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any really weird ones besides that. Well, they they got the one that's named after the midget that was in uh, P.T. Barnum Circus, uh, Tom Thumb. Is it it's Tom, true. Really? Is it Tom Thumb's grocery store? Huh. Yeah, uh, but ironically, it's not for midgets. But are there stores for midgets? Oh, I'm just asking. I mean, maybe. maybe. Why not? All right. Um, But yeah, so this grocery store got supposedly shot up by this guy. Uh, Ten people died. Is what the the body count is now. Uh, Yeah, mostly civilians, and I think they said maybe two or three cops. Good lord. So, we got the Blue Lives Matter thing going on now. So. How are they planning on doing this? The same people that are screaming defund the police are going to be mad that a cop died? Was it Officer Sicknick? No, Officer Sicknick had already died. Oh, We don't know why, but Officer Sicknick has shuffled off the mortal coil. Um, 
Yeah. So this this guy shot up a grocery store. Ten people supposedly died. Uh, the videos that I've seen so far of the um, witnesses, I guess you would call it, with the old man, would he, he really wasn't a witness. He was just like somebody who showed up later. But um, they seem very, very, very fake. Like beyond your normal levels of fake and gay for, um, you know, post-traumatic event interviews. These are like really, really fake. Uh, I find the fakest video I saw was a phone video somebody took of the SWAT team moving in. Did you see that one? Yeah, that will that looked that looked incredibly staged. Was or that? if it's real, it's like it looks very ineffective. <laughs> was that the one with the guy talking about what was going on? No, that's not the that's a different video. I didn't see. Is there? Did you get a link to that one? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll find it. But it looks like it looks like eight Paul Blart mall cops mobilizing on the oh grocery store. <laughs> well, I saw the it video. Really does I saw the video of uh, where the guy's like, "Oh my God, there's an active shooter inside the grocery store." Is there an act? Sh- and then the old man's like, "No, he's he, there's one in there." And all of a sudden, you hear like a firecracker. Doesn't even sound like a real gunshot. Neither of those sound like real gunshots. And oh my god, he's shooting! Like, it's just terrible. Like I think the supermarket's called King Supers. King Supers, yes. yes. Which is retarded. Supers, S O O P E R S. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's even like, worse than SARS Super Saver up here. It's one of those like quirky grocery store names. You know, like Piggly Wiggly. King Super. Yeah. All right. King Super Straight. Well, that's a whole different thing, Jack. But yeah. Uh, so I had to do it. Yeah, you did. So there was the shooting. There's, um, the, vid- there's the video in the, in, the ch- in the chat. Sorry. The video in the chat. It's on Twitter. I can't, I can't look at Twitter anymore. You can open it up on your browser. That's what I did. I'm not signed in. No, I'm. Okay. Um. No. Yeah, and then and in that video, there's like the uh, the people being let out the back, I guess, and, and behind them are like one or two cops, and they also just look like fat Paul Blarts that are just kind of like like jogging behind them. This whole thing. <laughs> oh yes, I see this. It, this is really bad. This is really bad. This is like a bunch of people dressed like cops, sort of. In a line. It's like they went down to Firehouse Subs and were like, hey guys, uh, we'll buy you all free meatballs if you if you just you know come right, on out here and put the on one these guy costumes. In the, back, the one, you know, everybody's holding hands. Hold hands as you run across the parking lot. And hold hands. Hold hands as you run through a largely empty parking lot so you can film it at a certain angle so it looks like you're escaping from, you know, a shooting. Uh, it, it looks like the person who caught this this uh, this video with their with their cell phone from behind this red this red car. Um, I don't think they were supposed to you know get it from this angle because apparently there might be a, a journalist. I think it's a journalist behind him with a camera, like ten twelve steps behind. 
embedded with the SWAT team. Right, right. (laughs) I got a question. Yeah, Jack, what's up? So correct me if I'm wrong, you know, in a combat situation, you want to have a as much of a spread as possible from the guy next to you. So that way you're you're not just an easy target. So why would you run with, you know, hand in hand with someone else? Why wouldn't you just be spread out? Well, what do you mean? He's he's saying, why didn't they do like the everybody go, you know, like sporadically send one out, send the next one out and run in a serpentine formation. These guys are all bunched together, holding hands running across the parking lot. Like that's a presents a larger target for a shooter. I think is what Jack's trying it's to like say. Am fish, I right, Jack? Yeah. Fish in yeah. a barrel. Yeah. So them running across the parking lot, holding hands. And again, with the, uh, the big fat lurch looking dude in the back there, looking like bull from night court and his like safety yellow <laughs> sweatshirt. <laughs> like running straight up and down too. Look at him! Like literally straight up and down, running. Like when he's carrying his he's carrying his sidearm, just like a, not he? even that moving that, that arm, like down at his side. Doesn't look ready to fire. Doesn't look. Like I guess anything. that's his sidearm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. He's just kind of like kind of sort of jog walking a little bit, and everybody's kind of holding. You know, the fat one in the back's got the back of the one's cardigan in front of him. Wait for me. <laughs> Cheryl, don't you behind. Like, no. And and then the line of cops at the beginning of the video, that line of cops there, what it looks like cops, right? Everybody dressed in black. It's cops. Has to be. Right? I don't know. We're gonna have it to has post, to be. We're gonna have to post the link to these videos. Jack, make sure these links get in the thing because people are like, oh, they're doing something visual. I'm going to skip this entire episode. But... So, what's the take on you know this thing being fake? I mean, other than the fact that uh, they've already gotten a gun control narrative out, um, the grandfather, right? The 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 grandfather of the the, the kids and the mom that were in the store, I guess. Right, they were getting the uh, COVID nineteen vaccination, and and the lady in front of them just went down. Here, let's listen to uh, this guy. Let's it was this, this dude's uh, son-in-law, so okay. his daughter's husband, and their two kids. And it's important to know that they were there getting their COVID nineteen shot, right? Yeah, let's listen. Let's listen to this guy. This totally real and not scripted um, person talking to the news person. Just got some very good news, but can you tell me about uh, why you're here and well, uh, why you're outside? I got the call from my daughter that my grandchildren and my son-in-law were walked into the pharmacy for him to get a COVID-19 shot. And the shooter came in, shot the woman in front of them. They hid, ran upstairs or hiding in a coat closet for the last hour. Hold on a second. They ran upstairs and were hiding in a coat closet in a grocery store. Have you guys ever seen the upstairs in a grocery store? It's not that simple. Oh, you you found the upstairs part before? Yeah, I'm <laughs> joking. Been, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no nobody in the nobody in the pharmacy waiting in line for the COVID vaccine is going to run upstairs to the coat closet in the grocery store. Am I right? Not any grocery store I've ever been to. Have uh, most grocery stores that 
you've ever gone to that has an upstairs. The upstairs is in the front of or the far back of the store, and it's it's entirely reserved for managerial offices and stuff like that. Right. And like right. and uh, perhaps like uh, perhaps at best maybe the break room for right. the employees. Right. Yes. But uh, I, I I don't know how these stores are laid. I don't know how King Super is laid out well, in Colorado. At- I'm just talking about every single other grocery store that I've been to in the United States in my life. That's typically how the second floor of a grocery store is laid out. Right. And I I, I can't imagine that. Uh, you would want to run out of the like your fight or flight instinct isn't i'm going to find the hidden set of stairs for the employees to go to this very limited upstairs area instead of the giant front sliding doors that that are in the front of the store Better, or the emergency right. exits along the side and escape fight or flight dictates that you would that that your your animal brain would want to run to one of those locations Yes, that is absolutely true. You're not going to go looking for the secret employee break room uh, coat area to go hide in. You know, you're, you're going to, especially if somebody comes in front of you and shoots the person you're standing next to. Like, that's like two reactions the freeze or the fight or flight, and you are booking it out the door as fast as possible. Um, I don't see anybody going up to the the upstairs coat closet. Doesn't make any sense. All right, let's see what else this guy says. Yeah, no. And trying to stay in contact with my daughter. They're okay. They just are now out the back. They had, you know, about half a dozen um, stormtroopers. You know, half a dozen cops came in. Half a dozen <laughs> stormtroopers. He's laughing while he's saying the word stormtrooper. Um, dun, dun, right. dun, 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 Yes, right. definitely. Half a dozen stormtroopers like, like, came blasting into the upstairs coat closet and rescued them. And they're out the back. They've been taken out the back, even though all the police are at the front of the grocery store in this scene. I, so I have, I have a hot pop culture take. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Star Wars is cape shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Why? Why wouldn't it be? Uh, well, I mean, some people may make the distinction that the first three movies or whatever were somehow more pure or good or something like that, but no. it's all it's all cape shit. Yeah, it always has it, been. It's cape shit, but I want to make a quote. I just imagine the shooter finding someone in one of those closets. And then uh, the person hiding in the closet when he opens the door being like, aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? <laughs> is that a reference? Is, is that a, a long... reference to Star Wars? That- yes. yes. That's a Star Wars yeah. reference. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I had to. <sighs> he, didn't, nice. he didn't really. But um, all right. So <sighs> the guy's laughing. You know, he's talking about about the uh, the cops coming in and rescuing his his daughter and grandchildren and son-in-law who was getting his COVID vaccine. Um, yes. Yeah, seems very lighthearted about this. And through the roof, got him and then told them, you know, stay quiet. And they, they're okay. Uh, just, this is not okay with me. This is not okay with him. You guys. Okay. That sounded wow. really not okay. 
Did this they is, get their shots, though? That's the important that's, thing. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I was going like, to say, is, is that what he's referring to when he says this is not okay, that they were interrupted? Yeah, are they not able to give him a hug because they didn't get their shots? You guys, this guy's got a Broncos hat on, so he's a sports ball guy. Okay, I just want you to know he's your typical okay. American. He's sports ball and cape shit. Yes. With the Stormtrooper reference. Yes. Yep. So yes. Double fisting it. Yes. Du- yes. We have another double fisting cape shit. <laughs> We have another 40 seconds of video. Hang on. And this is a put in a big pitch for gun control. And you know, this is, you know, when it's your family, you feel it. Uh, you were in communication this whole time. What? Through my daughter, they were texting, hiding in the coat closet, turned their phone off, and we're going, we're hiding, we're okay, you know. Don't call, don't. The phone would ring and give away their position. Anyway, they're. Thank God they're fine. Like he's making that up as he's going along. You can definitely hear yeah. him that he he fumbled that line really poorly. Uh, yeah, me, me and the guy across the aisle just said we're going to go after the terrorists right now. Let's roll. Yeah, no, they didn't. Well, no, they, this is even worse. No, well, no, it's not as bad as the let's roll because they did it sub like subconsciously. They did it with that. They just did it with a knowing look. You know, it was like a wink and a nod. I think that's, you know, that comes from um, maybe the airplane movies. I don't know where there's something, but there's some sort of scene like that. So Joe Biden's not going to come out in a week and say, oh, and in the words of the people that hid in the Colorado King Super <laughs> broom closet, let's roll. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. No, he's just no, going to wink. Actually, well, if it was Joe Biden, he'd be having a. The uh, silver, what is it called? <laughs> silver. Uh, I think I'm in the broom closet. Will yeah, somebody yeah. get me? I'll yeah. turn my ringer back on. You're not <laughs> you in the broom closet, sir. You can sir, call this... to try to triangulate my position, sir. This is not the broom closet. Stop it. <laughs> but I want to clean up America, Jack. <laughs> Vice President Harris, can you come down here and get him, please? He's doing it it's again. President Harris. Yeah, it's President oh, that's right. Harris. President Harris. He's called her President Harris a couple times. But we all know who's really president, obviously. Bat boy? Blorm? Yes. Orange Orange Retard? Bat boy Blormf. No, is, is Orange Retard still president? I don't know. Are you still doing that? Do people still believe? Yes. People still believe people actually believe it. that Trump is gonna secretly take over the presidency uh, again. Dude, dude, March twenty fourth is tomorrow. Isn't that the, wasn't that the rollback date? Oh Jesus, that's right. It is tomorrow. I think so. It is tomorrow. Okay. That reminds me. That reminds me. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta remember to cancel my Audible subscription. <laughs> it's twelve. Seriously? It's cancel. Otherwise, I charge me another fourteen bucks for books I never. I've never downloaded. So. But March twenty fourth is not as important as March twenty second. Right. Three twenty four is not exactly as important as three two two. Three three two two. Order three two two. Also known as the skull and bones. Yes. So just yeah. a, it's just a private just a private little club that they have at Yale. It's not a big deal. Only, you know, emerging world leaders or the puppets that, that we call emerging world leaders come out of this club. But it's it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, you know, only only presidents like uh, 
like freaking Bill Clinton and George Bush and all these other guys have you know joined in. Yeah. And our current climate czar, the venerable John Kerry, who of course. served in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. One <laughs> interesting thing about the skull and bones, uh, you know, everybody knows about it in our circles. I'm pretty sure everybody's heard about it, and they love to keep it as like this crazy conspiracy theory. So they flaunt it. They flaunt it completely. Um, but yeah, three two two is their number, and their symbol is the uh, the skull and two thigh bones. Actually, I didn't mm. know that. Oh, you the didn't skull know represents intellect, and thigh bones is action. Which is uh, interesting. Intellect and action. Twice With as no much heart. action, though. Two, two thighs. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, 322. Skull and bones. Um, it's possible that, yeah, this was a, you know, well, this was obviously uh, an Illuminati ritual or something or other, right? I mean, there was, they always do their, they always do their stuff. They, you know, they have the, uh, the Ides of March. Um, May 1st, you know, there'll be something else coming up. Didn't you ooh, ooh, post it? Was it the 41 days of, was it the ritual? Yeah, the, the season well, the, of sacrifice. That's what it is, yeah. season of sacrifice. Yeah, so. Yeah, they bombed Syria during Purim. Yep. Oh, yeah. uh, well, they always, events. there's always something going on during Purim. You can guarantee. That's true. That's something that the, that this, the illegitimate state of Israel will be doing something on Purim to one of their neighbors. Uh, that has probably somewhere to do with the Greater Israel Project. Um, yeah, well, it always does. That's what it's all for. I mean, so, dude, the amount—I didn't know how many how many events actually fell in this forty-one day season. Oh, you, you so want me many. To list a couple. Uh, yeah, where's the list? Uh, We've got the Waco massacre, mm-hmm. Oklahoma City bombing, uh, the Titanic insurance fraud. Assassination of MLK, Heaven's Gate cult, uh, Columbine, shock and awe bombings in Iraq, which was March 19th, 03. Shekinah, which is a Freemasonic thing, too. The Shekinah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the sound that Michael Jackson makes in some of his songs. (sighs) No. But, uh, well, yeah, that, that was... The shock and awe was March 19th, which is the beginning of the Shekinah, which is some sort of a, um, a feast. It's, it's, in this, it's one of these blood rituals. There's a whole bunch of them. And oh, they're, yeah. They're different rituals. It's not all like for the same thing, it's, but it's all in this season, which is uh, March 19th through May 1st. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as far as the – and it's connected to the Zodiac. Um this period is, I believe it's when, uh, what was it? The sign of, yeah, it's the sign of Pisces uh, transitions into Aries in the Babylonian Zodiac as when this starts. Um, it's about the same time as the spring equinox. Of course it is. Because, mm-hmm. of course, May 1st, it's the midpoint of the sign of Taurus, and it marks the end of the period with a pagan holiday uh, called Walper, Walper, Walpurgisnacht. Walpurgisnacht. Yes, I've heard that. Which I oh, haven't even looked this up our, yet, so let me... In our circles, my pagans, my pagan gang, <sighs> they celebrate that. Let's see, Walpurgis Night. It is a 
feast on the or is on the eve of the Christian feast of Saint Valperga for a female, of course. Let's see, hailed by the Christians of Germany for battling pest, rabies, and wolfing cough, as well as witchcraft. Hmm. So it's huh. So it's a protection against witchcraft. The period of Lent also falls in here. Which is interesting, Lent being a period of like sacrifice. You're giving something up, you're sacrificing. But in reality, this is a black magic season of sacrifice. Hmm. Well, there we go. And like you said, Johnny, not all of these are like actual killings or anything. Even just fake ones. Right, right. There's they always seem to have some sort of um they don't they don't have to be real, but they just they get everybody to believe it as if it's real, and therefore, it is real. The power of fear. Mm-hmm. Get that adrenochrome flowing. Yeah, I was looking for before was the Shekinah is uh, it's the presence of God on Earth or a symbol of manifestation of His presence. It's the Hebrew word, and that's the shock and awe. So the presence of God. I'm gonna so, go ahead and call that inversion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what? When it comes to this entire ordeal, uh, I, I had like this. I had these moments where that typical programming that we were used to in the past just sort of rears its ugly head again. Like, what is the political implications of something like this? And it's and this by this I mean this is a fake shooting. This is totally fake. Uh, whether you want to call it like a false flag well, or okay. whatever, uh, like it, it's it's totally fake. And who is the you know who happens to be the prominent co- like MAGA congresswoman Lawrence from Bobert. this area is the Bobbert woman, and she's she's super Second Amendment, super pro gun, right? So like now now you have this thing happening in her backyard. And it draws attention, and it draws attention to the, you know they they don't like this one, they don't like the Marjorie Green one. Uh, I'm sure there's a couple other Congress people that they want to get rid of. Yeah, they don't like Christy Noem either. Or they, or they say they do, but they need them. They need them in the news cycle to keep people doing a red team versus blue team, you know. And this is this is a perfect example. And uh, like part of this sort of thing is the long-term whittling away at, at the consciousness of the God-fearing Bill of Rights respecting American to, you know, to usher in the Cohen Act, you know, whatever they call the Cohen Act, where they, where they finally come up and they round, the, where they round up everyone's firearms. You know, this is, a, this is a precisely the sort of thing, except what, the, what, what was really funny about this to me is, I have a feeling they're going to pull a few of these with the Biden administration is they're going to have you, they're going to have you stewing online thinking it's a white person that did it. Having all these libtards saying it's saying it was a, it was a white Trump supporter who did it, blah, 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 blah. And then they'll wait like a full 18 hours into the news cycle on this thing before they did what they did with this one, which is, Oh, it's a Muslim. Or uh, Arab or whatever, and to even top it off, to to even you know to to give it a little bit more of a kick, to make him a little bit of a victim, right? He was an incel, you know. He couldn't find a girlfriend. Oh, and on top of that, when he was in high school, white people made fun of his name, 
so that's why he did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, like like all all the painted narratives for this uh, always seem to end up with uh yes, white people, you're still the worst. <laughs> right, you know, even you know. if he wasn't white, he was radicalized by white supremacy. Right, it was our fault. Right. For his, it was our fault for his family coming here and him going to high school. Checks out. Yeah. Yes, it checks out. Um, I had something. Uh, I, doesn't matter. I forgot. All right. Um, fuck. Lauren Boebert. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Uh, this happened. Was this actually in her district? Is Boulder her her district? Jack, can you find that out real quick? I know it's. I knew it was at least in, in her state. backyard. No, I know she's in the state of Colorado, and that's her deal. Is she's the gun mom? She's the. Uh, she did the Zoom meeting with like guns behind her desk or whatever. So the left thought it would be hilarious to lampoon her and um, do their Zoom meetings with, you know, sex toys and other repulsive objects behind them. You know, because we're funny. Anyways. I saw a tweet that I saw a tweet that had uh, Osama bin Laden with his with his uh, prize AK forty seven behind him, uh, comparing her to Osama bin Laden with the AK forty seven behind him. Oh, really? That's an interesting <laughs> comparison. Yeah, but what people didn't know is the AK forty seven was like a war trophy from, you know, when they were in the Mujahideen and drove out and they drove the Russians out. So that that that's what sure. that was. Sure. Badass. No, but they're gonna, you know, the media is gonna spin it how they want, and you know, it's right. gonna be him, him showing off his guns, I guess, whatever. Um, but uh, I noticed, you know, it's not really this part of the story, but I noticed that uh, when they brought Lauren Bobert up, or Lawrence Bobert, actually, um, <laughs> them shoulders, that neck, the head to shoulders ratio, holy fuck, that nine foot long triple. Pronged Adam's apple having neck. Large hands in the spotlight. Large hands, but extreme trigger discipline. Right, right. A lot of trigger discipline there. Um, so Colorado's a good place to have... Well, that's the other thing I was going to ask. You said, is it a hoax or is it a false flag? Did anybody die? If nobody died, it is a hoax. If people died and it is used to further some sort of an agenda that is a false flag. So, you know, people right. got to get their, well, their narratives, their story narratives straight because a lot of times people call everything a false flag. Everything's a false flag. Everything's a false flag. No, there are hoaxes and there are false flags. Have, have we seen any interviews with any family of people who have died? I mean, has, has there been anything out in the news from people connected with the people who supposedly died? Because well, I feel like normally it's plastered everywhere. Right. Already. And, and depending, on, depending on the shooting, I've seen it go both ways where they will play up the whole, those people are mourning. You can't expect them to do interviews. What's wrong with you? To when they do interviews, when they're acting strange, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you think they're acting strange. A family member just died. Like, how would you act? There's there's a cope for literally every angle that the fake news throws at you. Have you noticed that? Yeah. 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 
They're, they have an answer for everything. Mm-hmm. It's like that one guy who, who just always has an answer and they're always right no matter what. Right. Um, yeah, so that was the grandfather guy who didn't make much sense. Uh, then there was then there was the um, the young guy. You, you posted that one. Do we want to do the young guy's interview? The young guy is, is way more fake than the old guy in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Well, the old guy, that was fake. That was very, very fake. Okay. The now, young guy to- actually claims he lived it and helped try to save people. Okay, well, let's listen to this guy. Reinhardt, that's the video you posted, right? Yes. Okay, here we go. I posted it first. I didn't see where you posted it. I just... That's all right. Twitter won't work for me. I got my... my I didn't, my I didn't post it on Twitter. Done. Okay. No, I see the actual... Um, Hang on. I got it. Okay. I got it. Here we go. Of course, now the internet's not out. Uh, Sloan Dickey, one of our reporters, or many uh, reporters down on the scene, uh, just outside the, uh, the barricade. Any update on when we're What's going to What's that guy's uh, name? Sloan Dickey. <laughs> I caught that too. <laughs> Dude, right. His parents right. fucked him. Yeah, huh? big time. Big time. All right, hang on. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it. No, that's that's. <laughs> Probably true in more ways than one. Ugh. All right. Some of these crises. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> the information from the uh, PIO. Yeah. We haven't gotten information yet from the PIO. We have just been walking around, chatting with people that witnessed this. And I'm going to take you over yeah. here to two people that uh, were inside yeah, of the store, and they, they heard some of these shots. And I just want to get right into this. So if, if you yeah. can just uh, let me know what did you see when you were inside. So we were just a normal day at the store, oh, just going in and getting mushrooms and milk and. We were separated at first, but I just heard a big bang, and I was like, it's kind of weird. Like, I didn't know if it was like a gunshot or whatever, but I was just, it was like probably three seconds before we heard another, just like bang, 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 and I immediately sprinted over to her and was like, hey, we got to get out of here, and like pushed open the emergency door, and I like told her to run, and um, I ended up leaving her, which she really hated, but I went back, and just was by the exit just making sure that people were getting out because I remember seeing like an older woman that was there and I was like, yeah, come here. Like, I don't even know if she like heard the gunfire, but. Um. This kid is acting terribly. He's like doing the duper's delight smile the whole time. He can't stop smiling. Um, mushrooms and milk, huh? Just your normal. Going to the store, getting mushrooms and milk. Right. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. And then he's. I don't know. It just sounds like he's making the story up as he's going along. He didn't. He didn't do a very good job of making it up beforehand. So okay, let's see what else he has to say. Um, she was like in shock. She was just in crazy shock. Uh, and yeah, like I. I think it. It's just like eye opening for everybody. Um, I think it really just like convicts us a lot because like we really want to share the gospel with people and like share Jesus and like the love that he has for people and like we just never know when they're going to go like we could walk past someone during the day and they could die later on that day and like they didn't know who God was you know okay I don't know if this is the time and place for this guy in the uh so he's going to do the now he's going to people are going to see this and they're like oh wow there's a shooting and here's this guy talking about I don't know. What do you think? This part. 
You you mean uh, suddenly he's become a missionary for Christ? Yeah. After being in a, a you know, no, well, no, he's shooting. He, he's seems to be. Is like he a Christus actor? Ooh, Christist Ooh. actors. That's a good one, Jack. Write that down. Christist actors. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is the, the time to tell your, you know, this. Apparently, this was his road to Damascus moment. Is he seems burning? very excited, so I can tell. Yeah. It was his burning bush moment, man. You know, he would, like all those people, he, all those people dying and everything. It was. Uh, there was. He was like, man, I passed. I passed her in the produce aisle getting mushrooms. Right. That he sucks. looks like, but looking at the kid, he looks like he's been burning some bush. <laughs> yeah, if you look at his eyes, they're, the uh, looks, they're a little he red. Looks, he looks stoned. Yeah. And his boyfriend, girlfriend there, uh, Chuck Schumer's wife's son. Problem glasses? <laughs> Problem glasses, man face. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, like, Problem glasses there looks like she's the one that stole Pelosi's laptop. That's not no. It, problem glasses. Pelosi's laptop was at least kind of cute. This is problem glasses. Most likely a dude with long hair. If you look yeah, at dude. With, it's, like it's rough. It, it the filthrum, the 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 male upper lip, male. I don't know what it's called. You know the line that goes from your nose down to the side of your mouth. That little you know your. You know what I'm talking about around your laugh mouth. Lines. Or, yeah, the Pro- laugh lines. I guess. Problem glasses there looks like the kind to argue with the dungeon master in the back of a comic book shop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, problem glasses pegs this guy. So, all right, that's enough with the problem glasses. Let's see what else we got. This is a longer one. This is a couple minutes long, so he's going to probably be more cringe. Um, see the shooter? No, we didn't see him, but we they saw people up. like running towards... Uh, towards us like towards the back because i think that was the safest place and but we did talk to someone that was at the now hold on he just said he went out the emergency side door and now he's in the back interesting because the back is the safest place so he said he went out the emergency side door or did he say he saw people going out the back uh let's back this up a little bit let's see son of a bitch this uh sloan dickie one of our reporters Sloan Dickey. Uh, this this thing does not want to work with me. This is not a, your regular video player. This is, uh, Slo- this is Skype. So, I don't know. Anyway, fake and gay. If there were people that were shot, the people that they have talking to the news people are extremely fake and very gay. I wish we had a couple more... You know, like I wish they had bothered with a couple more that had appeared on the news feed last night because those two alone, you can't just okay, really? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's that already was given the best us. they got. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I like like I was I was expecting it to be a little bit more deceptive whenever the clips had pres- presented themselves to me, right? Mm-hmm. Because there is this part of me that doesn't want to believe that they have the capability of faking things such as this on this scale and pulling off uh, this level of deception on the general populace. Well, because it, because it's it 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 really sucks to think that that we're we get misled this often, you know. 
Well, so that, like I was thing, hoping though. that these people would be convincing on some level. No, they never are. That's the thing. They, they've gotten worse and worse, objectively, worse and worse. Every single one of these uh, hoax events that they perpetrate. Um, now, of course, you know, all 10 victims were white, including the cop. I think it's just one cop. So, but all 10 of them are white. So this is a brown person killing white people. So Because he got made fun of for being Muslim. Right, but we have but we have, you know, we have the pro-white narrative here. Right? Right. Uh, Jack just posted a tweet. <clears throat> I don't know, some blue check. I deleted a previous tweet about the suspect in the Boulder shooting. I made an assumption based on his being taken into custody alive and the fact that the majority of mass shootings in the U.S. are carried out by white men. Hmm. Even though they're not. Mina Harris. I wonder if she's... It's just another... Just, just another bitter, ugly, libtard woman. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, indistinguishable from... Every other garden variety blue check that's like her with a with a mm. profile picture that looks similar. Oh, yeah. she's actually Kamala Harris's nephew or uh, niece, probably oh. nephew. Is this? Huh. Okay, Mina Harris. Well, she's got a check mark now, so that's yeah. Yeah, there you go. Your aunt makes it to the White House. So Lauren Boebert is not Boulder's Congressperson. Okay, well, whatever. But she's a big pro-gun. Colorado is a big pro-gun state. So this is, you know, they're going to go right for the, um, for the gun grabs. The Cohen Act. Uh, Biden has already started trying to rile up Congress over this. Going to push him to push him to do some gun legislation. All right. Well, the, are, are we pretending that there isn't already some, like, 1,500-page bureaucratically already written bill that these fake representatives are just going to put in a show of signing. Oh, of course they've, they've have all these things ready. They have for years. The Patriot act was probably written in the sixties. Yeah. They just tune it up. Anytime they need to upgrade a little something. Well, you know, the algorithm does that for you. You know, they probably just, the supercomputer pushes it out. That's my new. Thing, how many by the more? Way. How many more of these before the, an actual bill? Um, because I have a feeling this is going to be uh, this because of the uh, suspect. The the there will be the temptation to memory hold this one pretty quickly. Right, I think so. Right. That's the thing. Well, that well, that's the thing. What is, does that make it real? Or or or. Was it so fake? Was it so fake that they made the suspect brown just so they could memory hole it? That's what I was about to ask, really, is, is what's the point of making, if this is a false flag or a hoax, which probably is, then what's, what is the point of doing the Muslim shooter? Is it to memory hole it, like you said, um, or is it just to maybe flaunt it? I, I don't know. Well, I, I, I said earlier today we – They've decided to go back to the 2011-2012 tactic of the fake lone wolf, but they're you know to gen up the the to gen up the people, you know like the uh, the red team people that are like, well, you keep letting these people in, 
right? And then they're adding an extra bit of flavor with the social media posts of him wanting a girlfriend really bad. Right. So they need a girlfriend. They're, like they never got their incel killer from the Joker movie being released. Right. Like, they tried. They tried yeah. to meme that into existence a few times. Didn't work. As I, but they tried. As I said, as I said, Joaquin Phoenix inspired more people to be fake Johnny Cash fans than he did, uh, you know, incel school shooters. Wow. And boy, they are not happy about that. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, after that movie Walk the Line came out, it was like everybody and their fucking uncle thought they were a goddamn Johnny Cash fan. It's like you've no, you know two songs. Calm down. I had no idea you felt so strongly about Johnny Cash. Yeah, wow. No, it's, it was just really annoying. It was like a really annoying phase. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's not a phase, Mom. You're right. <laughs> this is who I dude, am, I Dad. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, they tried pulling the incel angle with this one, uh, hashtag need a girlfriend. Um, he had posted some stuff. Hold on, there was another post about this guy that somebody had posted in another chat. Having access to other people's takes and stuff on this sometimes is funny. Sometimes it helps out. Uh, where is it? Oh yeah, he thought he was this this guy thought he was gang stalked at one point. So in one Facebook post, the suspect appeared to express fears that someone was targeting his phone for Islamophobic reasons. Yeah, if these racist Islamophobic people would stop hacking my phone and let me have a normal life, I probably could, he posted in July twenty nineteen. He thought he was being gang stalked. <laughs> if these Islamophobes would stop harassing me, then yes. I wouldn't have shot up that grocery store. Right. A day a day after the twenty nineteen Christchurch mosque shootings, uh oh. In New Zealand, Al Issa had shared a Facebook post that on another user that read, the Muslims at the hashtag Christchurch mosques were not the victims of a single shooter. They were the victims of the entire Islamophobia industry that vilified them. So, they're kind of doing the Muslim bit? Or they're going to let, I mean, I'm, apparently this guy was doing the Muslim bit a little bit. I don't know. I think I think it is very possible that they're doing the Muslim incel thing or well the incel thing to get immediate um immediate action, immediate response and then the Muslim thing so that they can safely memory hole it after the immediate response is pushed through and their their immediate success is met. I think that's probably the case here. Um yeah. So they get they get Biden on it first thing, they get everybody clamoring for the gun control um and then it moves on to politics and then casually everyone forgets Yeah, because I, he's I a Muslim that. and Islamophobia. I, I really like the grace period that they're providing. Like we, we should have just known this guy was an Arab instantly. Right. Cause so. they, they pulled him out instantly. It's not like, it's not like they got him this morning and that he was in siege in there all night. So like they, it could have come out instantly that he was an Arab, but they gave it a nice grace period to where they could blame it on white people for shooting all these people for oh, yeah. you know, for 18 hours. Well, they did right. that. I mean, there's that. There's quite a few uh, accounts that, that did that. Jack posted a screenshot. Where is it? There it is. Uh, 
Julie DeCaro wrote a book. Is it Julie DeCaro? Before the identification of Al Alawi Al Issa, she says, extremely tired of people's lives depending on whether a white man with an AR 15 is having a good day or not. Okay. After identifying Ahmad Al Alawi Al Issa, her tweet says, my inbox and DMs are full of extremely upset white men who don't give a damn about mass shootings but are demanding I issue a blanket apology to white men, to which I say, no. Still, seems to make it about the white man after. These people I would are- never, ever, 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 ever even imagine sending a DM to a blue check uh, begging for an apology no, on behalf of my race. Apo- demanding. Let's be... Come on. Demanding. These, Whatever. These angry, it's still simping. E- listen, e- these even requesting. Angry, <laughs> these angry boomers with goatees in ball caps and Oakleys in their truck sending these DMs. That's who that, that's who's sending them. They're probably video DMs, too, of them yelling Fall- at her into their phone. Followed by the response, you know, you're the real racist here. Right. Yes. Not, not understanding the uh, how the academic definition of racist just means white person. Right. Oh, here's one. This guy's in. This guy's a rab as well. Kasim Rashid. Right. He's an Arab. He says before the uh, before the identify they identified Ahmad Al Alawi Alisa. What a fucking name. That's Ahmad Al Alawi Alisa. That's a tongue twisting name right there. Just call him Al. Uh, Before, Tamir Rice was a 12-year-old black child. Police shot him in 1.7 seconds and let him suffer an agonizing pain for four minutes and die. I'll get back to that whole wrong statement in a second. Uh, Colorado terrorist is a grown white man who killed 10 people, including a cop. Cops arrested him alive and helped into a stretcher for immediate medical care. And after... Police identify Ahmad Alissa as a terrorist who killed 10 innocent people in Colorado yesterday. Unless you're interested in finally passing common sense gun reform legislation, I don't want to hear your excuses or responses. Hashtag gun reform now. Not going to apologize. No apologies for blaming it on a white man. Nope. Nope. We just want to talk about gun control. Okay, so the Tamir Rice thing. Um, the reason why the cops rolled up and shot him is because the kid had been threatening people with, uh, I believe he had an airsoft rifle with the orange part removed and he had been doing it to several people several times and had been warned several times to stop doing it. And people thought it was a real gun. And when the cops rolled up, he pointed the gun at the cops. That's why the cops shot him when they got out of the car. That's what happens. And yes, twelve years old, but five foot ten, hundred and seventy pounds. Yeah, they always leave that out. Yeah, they forget that part that the twelve-year-old kid is as large as a grown man. And uh, hang on a second, guys. Yeah, the, so they're always yeah the 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 kid is always larger than a kid, but that's what happened with Tamir Rice. Um, but yeah, this guy. I don't know they. I don't know the story with what happened, how this guy submitted to the police, um, how they got him. You know, did he give himself up? I mean, he shot a cop. I'm very surprised that he, he came out of there alive, to be honest. 
it's amazing how they mentioned the, uh, like this guy, he, well, read the guy's afterwards response and I'll say it. Which one? Did you already read, uh, Mr. Rashid's after response? Yeah. Unless you're finally, unless you're finally interested in passing common sense gun law, com- common sense gun reform legislation. Yeah. I don't want to hear your excuses or responses. Yeah. yeah. I love how nobody really gives a crap that he shot a cop after it's revealed that he was an Arab. He's a person of color, right. so to speak. Right. Um, if he's a white person, then shooting a cop is a big deal. Mm-hmm. If he's a person of color, it doesn't friggin' matter. Right. Well, they know they can make a big deal out of it because we're supposed to give a shit about cops. Right. Well, because the they only think ones all that white do. people are, are all thin blue line folks. Well, that's the only people that are, really. Other than other than like brown cops' families, maybe. Most thin blue line people are white. Yeah. Can you can you imagine how fringe the movement would be? A uh, brown, uh, brown cops' families' lives matter. <laughs> well, in some, I mean, well, in some, <laughs> in some <laughs> areas, there's probably a lot more brown families that are families of cops like in california like a, where like do you press enter LAPD and make is, that two lines on the bumper sticker or is that just a really long bumper sticker oh god um <laughs> so anyway yes they were blaming white people first and big time blaming white people and then afterwards it was like you know whoa whoa let's not talk about the killer that was the other one uh amy Sishkind, Siskind, 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 lesbian. She got the little gay pride flag. The shooter is was taken into custody. The shooter is was. I, I like her grammar there. Uh, in other words, it was almost certainly a white man again. If he were black or brown, he would be dead. And then after, let's mourn the victim, victims, but not glorify the killer with the attention of having his name widely known. Just keep that down. <laughs> you can't the, make this up. Like, I mean, with like, the name, with the, with the like, that's also a uh, that that's all that that was also sort of like a semi-conservative talking point during some of the mass shooter stuff. Is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're not going to say the name of the shooter on this show. We're not going to give him the. We're not going to give him the fifteen minutes of fame that he was seeking. Right. right. But poor right, Heather guys, we'll Heyer. Never forget about Brenton Tarrant. Right, and Brenton Tarrant can't forget about him. Yep. Or Dylan Roof. Mm-hmm. Dylan Roof, Brenton Tarrant, um, Brevik. Does anyone even remember the freaking Virginia Tech shooter? His name, the Asian dude. Uh, Kim Song Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he killed thirty-three white kids. Hi, hi, yes, it was like something Vietnamese, wasn't it? Like. Like Trong Win. No, it was it was it was Korean. He he wrote an entire. I think he recorded an entire manifesto that they uh, just convincingly did not play hmm. on the news. But uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd be interested to hear what he actually had to say on it. I'd be interested to hear to look into that. I don't think we've ever looked into the Virginia Tech shooting. I know that um, certain YouTube channels call that a fake shooty shooty bang bang yeah his um <clears throat> his name is uh if i'm pronouncing this correctly sung hui cho it's korean i was, cl- I was really close yeah you were 
south, not north. You're you're a little too far above the parallel there. Yeah, worse Korea. Yes. I think South Korea is worse Korea. That's it is worse saying. Korea. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, because that one was memory hold pretty quickly. Thirty kids, right? Um, thirty-three. Yeah, thirty-three. 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. Yeah, that's 30. right. The magic number. So this was only ten. Including a cop, but it happened on three twenty-two, which is very occultic number. I'm surprised there's not a thirty-three or a twenty-three or something involved in this. I don't know. Hey, we got three twenty-two, man. You can't no, get everything you want. No, no, you can't. But sometimes they do. I mean, they'll force it. They'll, you know, they'll. Oh yeah. You know, somebody gets pushed down a flight of stairs or something. <laughs> Oh, we forgot. I guarantee you. In one of these, uh, looking back at the blood ritual dates mm-hmm. things on this uh, this article, um, I, I guarantee you, there's a death count of 33 or something in there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, in these 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 ones go back. You know, this season of sacrifice thing, it goes way back. Um, where was the one? It was one from like the 1700s? Oh yeah. Um, God, the Waco massacre. Yeah, where's the list? There was a list. Yeah, it's at the bottom. How many people did die at Waco? It was, uh, oh, okay. 82. Oh, never mind. 82. Mm. It was only 82. It wasn't 33. Ah, forget it. I'm sure that has something to do with it, too. <laughs> it took, the ATF agents took 33 photos over the dead bodies of children. Or something, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was the battles of Lexington and Concord were. April 19th, 1775. Uh, the Baltimore riots. Yeah, that was April 19th. So. Titanic. Was there not a 33 involved with the Titanic insurance fraud? Um, I'd have to go back and look, but maybe. Probably. You know, I heard another theory about the Titanic. And it having to do uh, with it being a Tartarian uh, ship. Ooh. Yeah. I have to look more into that. That was interesting. Yeah. Speaking of Tartarian ships, uh, I can't wait, man. I've been, these Those pictures are rad. <sighs> the airships and all the looking at all that stuff, man. Um, I can't, that's like, there's not many videos out there on, on them, but there's enough to get, to get your, to get the, uh, the noggin joggin, get that juice going, the, Need to know more intensifies. Airships. Can't wait. All right. Yes. Well, let's take a break. I don't know. Uh, you guys want to talk gotta, about this shooting anymore? I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah. I, I got a perfect song. What is it? Uh, it's a guy named Swarm Intelligence, and the song's called False Flag. Oh, nice. Poignant. All right, we'll play that. I feel deja vu like we might have played this once already a long time ago. Maybe, but I don't care. I don't care. False flag (laughs) by Swarm Intelligence. Here we go.
right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny with Dogbot, Reinhardt, and Jack. Um, we thought we were done. We thought we were done with um, Ahmad, Al, Alisari, Allison, Alyssa, whatever the hell his name is. But during the break, we found out some more stuff. So, yeah, where do we where do we want to start? Um, I don't even know. It's like it's <laughs> it's getting weirder. Go ahead, Reinhardt. What do you got? Uh well, <laughs> so one found two things. One I just posted. Um, Facebook is apparently scrubbing some Facebook page that Alawi, whatever his name is, was a part of, or maybe his profile um, that claims that he was anti-Trump, pro-refugee. And this is rumored, but it's not confirmed that he was an ISIS sympathizer. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Um, there's that. And a video was posted to Telegram uh, right when our break happened that the FBI already knew about Al-Isa uh, before the shooting happened. Because, yep, of course, it was a known wolf. You yes. called it. <laughs> known wolf. That is the phrase for the guy who was a person of interest, you know, in an FBI investigation that just so happened to do a thing, you know, Oh, he had been under investigation by the FBI for whatever, whatever. Yeah. So, so one of the most popular tropes of the alphabet agencies in the United States during the Obama administration is they would find a guy who is pretty upset online and they would gin him up and and get him in a situation where uh, basically he's to a point where he's going and purchasing items that would get him arrested for terrorist activities. And they would, uh, you know, they basically would radicalize these guys online and completely put them in entrapment situations. And uh, and so, but some of them they they let they let go. They let go do a few things. Like the uh, uh, one in particular was a uh, a Muslim, an online Muslim, a known wolf who they let shoot up a couple army recruitment centers, and I think Arkansas and Oklahoma. Yeah, and uh, it, it served it served very well because it got it got you know red team mad at Obama for letting in the for letting in the Muslims, right. and it got blue team. Uh, all wanting more gun control and, you know, mad at red team for the Islamophobia. And it, you know, it create, they, they create, they allow these things to occur so they can, do so this thing can dominate the news cycle with red team versus blue team while they get away with more, whatever they're doing. Yeah. It's always, it, you know, you get both sides of the kosher sandwich, both, both parts of the bagel, the burnt and the schmear. Um, Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's it's the it's that false dichotomy, the binary, you know, light switch, A, B, all those memes. <laughs> that's how they that's how they do it. And, and it works really well with the two party system. I can't imagine how I mean, I guess it's just constant propaganda about your your one party. But um, the two party dichotomy really does work well for the controlling propaganda. Oh, it really does. I mean, they're, they're able to control both sides, which at the base want the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. um, all you have to do is just split them up, tell one side to do things one way, the other side to go another way. 
you know, say mean things to each other on the internet or on the news. Pretty sure. And, pretty sure Saul Alinsky talks about this kind of stuff in his book. Hmm. Maybe that's why it sounds familiar. Hmm. Anyway, maybe, um, so maybe that could be part of Jack's bit eventually too. That's not a bad idea either. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. Um. So yeah. So the FBI knew about this guy. And he was an anti-Trump pro-refugee activist. And apparently Michael Moore, that uh, nasty red-headed lesbian broad. Um, <laughs> the life of Ahmad al-Alawi Alyssa shows that people can come from all over the world and truly assimilate into our beloved American culture. He actually tweeted that. And... Apparently, it seems that he is making snide commentary on American culture being uh, a, that face with no girlfriend incel and a mass shooter, I think is what he's saying. Not to mention he posted the Statue of Liberty with it. Right. Right. And the Statue of Liberty, which is, you know, a nice touch there. Evil spirit star fort. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't get any better than that. No, oh, and no. the replies. I'm looking at the tweet now because uh, I went to go just confirm it when Jack posted. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the tweets are all just boomers. Like, I hate people who live in America and hate America. What a vile Marxist creature. I mean, they're not wrong. No, but... They're not wrong. So close. So close. Yeah, yeah. Let's go a little further, guys. Right. Um, um, oh, Johnny, look at Skype chat as well. You might be interested since we're talking about the FBI knowing things. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to my friend Doomer Marty, who had posted this today. He is a a dedicated follower and listener of the show. And he said today, the Statue of Liberty being a giant tranny standing on top of an ancient civilization star fort is yet another thing. Go give me MK Ultra style panic attacks whenever I see it now. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you're interested, if you're interested in his content, he has a YouTube uh, program that is very entertaining called Marty Plays the Sims. Yes, and, nice. um, can watch Marty where he's play trying the Sims. to get his uh, sim to live an and prim existence, and uh, it's, it's it's pretty entertaining. It's pretty funny. Is his sim name Varg? No, no the sim's name is Marty. Yeah, it's Marty. Oh, okay. But they, but the cat's name is Adolf Hitler. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, so that is, that is very funny. Uh, he's not wrong though. I'm talking about the tranny on top of the <laughs> evil star Force. Yeah. But now, now every time I see, but he's right. Every time I see the statue of Liberty now, I'm like, Oh God, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was, I was out with the family uh, about two days ago. We went for lunch, stopped by a very popular uh, burger chain. So I can get some beef. And first thing I see walking in statue of Liberty with a mask on, and in place of the flame on the torch is a giant burger. And I just thought that was like the perfect representation of this America on yes. so many levels. Right. I, I saw a guy dressed up as the Statue of Liberty spinning one of those signs for like a check cashing place oh, that's along for, the, high, that's along the it's road. Tax season. And, and now, now, like when I see him, I'm like, technically, he's not in drag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good take. That's that's actually a very excellent excellent take there, uh, 
good point. Dog butt. Um, Not as humiliating as we once thought. <laughs> right, right. It's it's still humiliating <laughs> yeah. being the guy that that's your job is you spin the sign on the street corner. Like at now, what when point, he's in the monkey outfit, he's being biracial. R- right, <laughs> but like at what point in your life do you decide that that's what I'm going to do for a living? You spin the the arrow. On the, on when the you can't corner. sell any more plasma for heroin, I, I guess. I guess, I, dude. You, you know those people aren't spin. The heroin addicts aren't spinning those things. But um, yeah, you, you'll see more of those now. It's it's tax season, so you'll see them every now and then. That's always the Statue of Liberty talking about taxes. Isn't that interesting? That's ne- that's never Uncle Sam spinning that thing. It's always like a Statue of Liberty. Okay, what did you send me? This oh, the Oath Keepers guy. Yeah, so apparently apparently the uh, Alphabet Boys tried to recruit a Green Beret, former Green Beret, to, uh, oh no, to spy on the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys, but he recorded the conversation. Interesting. Yeah, he said like a whole 38 seconds into the interview with the FBI and the JTTF, Joint Terrorism Task Force, uh, they wanted to recruit him. Like, they didn't waste any time. Well, speaking of alphabet, uh, alphabet boy adventures. Remember, a few weeks ago, they raided a home uh, looking for looking for a suspect, and uh, the only person that was home was a the pregnant wife of the suspect. Apparently, he attended the he attended the rally or whatever. Uh, she miscarried. Oh, really? God. Yep. Oh wow. Didn't now so, is it? Is it clear that they got physical with her at all, or is it just kind of like they didn't say anything and she ended up miscarrying? Well, if it's any shade of what they do to your dog when they when they when they pop by, uh, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure they weren't easy with her. Oh man! Well, they usually just shoot your dog. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, I know. But, thank you. Well, yeah. Johnny just ruined Old Yeller for everybody. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's going to watch Old Yeller. Nobody's watching that movie. Stop it. All you have to do is watch a video on Waco. Okay, Johnny just ruined Turner and Hooch for everybody. Nobody's watching that Tom one Tom Hanks ruined Turner and Hooch. Oh, my God. Turner and Hooch. You know, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I can't okay. watch Tom Hanks movies anymore. Johnny just ruined K-9 Cop for everybody. <laughs> and Air Bud. Okay. <laughs> about Paw Patrol? Do all the dog... Is, is that the point? Is that all dog movies, the dog dies at the end? Is that the whole point? That's what you're trying to make? Yes. Yeah. E- uh, and uh, even even that really cool Don Johnson movie from the 70s, A Boy and His Dog. You know, that movie is really cool, but it's got a really... Really a couple of weird twists to it. Kind of M. Night Shyamalan-esque. It's a very dark movie. Yeah. It's good, though. What about that? It's good. What about All Dogs Go to Heaven? You think they like that movie? Well, the dogs die, obviously, so therefore, you know, it starts off sad. Don't Not forget for John Wick. Oh, dude. John Wick. Right. I mean, that's what you do if somebody kills your dog. That's exactly what you do. All right. Um, enough about the dog stuff. But that is a good movie, though. A lot, of, a lot of good. We got food. science. Yeah, we got science. I'm still, I'm still Sorry. trying to think. There's, wasn't there something else with the shooting that we got during the break? Or was that it? Uh, that's it. But I, I have a feeling video. that 
with every one of these sort of shootings, we're going to be uh, bringing up more fa- the more fake and gay it is on the Nationalist Enquirer. We'll probably play more of the man on the street interviews for people so they can listen for themselves and hear how fake these fucking people sound. Yeah, they're very fake. Very fake. If people died, you know, and if, if in fact, you know, there were people that were shot and all of this stuff really happened the way that they say they are, they did on the news, um, the people that they, you know, tapped for interviews weren't the best. They, they, weren't, they weren't sending their best. Quote Donald Trump. <laughs> All right. So science. In the world of science, we have what do we have this week? Um, Doctor Fauci. Is that science? I guess technically is that science? Pseudoscience, but sure. Yeah, pseudoscience. Doctor Fauci's uh, book. They wrote a book about him. Kids book. Yes, <laughs> Doctor Fauci. How a boy from Brooklyn became America's doctor. He's even got the smug freaking smile, too. The smug cartoon smile. Prompting many to immediately label it a propaganda campaign. Well, what else would you call it? I mean, it's worse than the Obama dog comic book during the Obama administration. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Or, or AOC dressed up like Wonder Woman, which makes a lot of sense because... Right, they're both guys. Yeah. Yeah, and actually now that I went back and, and looked, and it ruined the old Wonder Woman as well. So, Sorry, Linda Carter. Or, yeah. I mean, Leonard Carter? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody asked me about, about the whole, like... You know the the trans actors and and the you know do they actually cut their parts off? Uh, I don't because you were there. No, no, no. I mean, like, no, like, no, what are no. they? <laughs> Wait, no. Listen, 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 listen. Somebody asked. I was 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 thinking about this. You know, it's like uh, people always ask, like, you know, do they do that? But I don't know that they actually perform the, the nip tuck. I think that might only be for like the goyim and like the 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 proles to do, you know that kind of mutilation. I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe maybe the the really elite ones really do. You know, and they they do all the all the nasty surgeries and stuff. Or maybe they just give them hormones from the time they're so young that nothing grows, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, or you know, maybe they have better access to more successful situations to where they can still experience pleasure. Right. And there's also that. Right. Because you would have to believe that the demons that infest these flesh husks, uh, they, they seek pleasure on top of the attention. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of the entire reason is that disgusting sexual pleasure they feel from Mm -hmm. whatever creepy acts they're doing. So, they got to make sure they can still do that. All and they don't end up with that weird smelling hole like all these random 17-year-old. Right. <laughs> I didn't want to bring up that part of it. Thanks, Reinhardt. But yeah, no, yeah, no problem. The, the carnality of it is what they're really You could tell he went to for. Red Robin. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. That's um, what the free basket of fries smells now. like. All right. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm done. You, it was your fault. Um, I know. 
Hey, you want to know something that mixes the androgyne agenda perfectly with the COVID agenda? What's that? The doc- not the Dr. Fauci book? Uh, stupid thing. Uh-oh. Hello? Rip. Rip. Well, let's talk about the Fauci book again for a couple seconds while Dogbot is figuring out his Skype. Yeah, you want to <laughs> you want to see some of this? <laughs> so um, the book was I'm looking was at the great. the tweets. They're Oh my god. This, all right, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I'm so here. Say, uh, so book was written with Fauci's input and consultation. Book publisher's website states before he was Dr. Fauci, director of National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Anthony Fauci was a curious boy in Brooklyn delivering prescriptions from his father's pharmacy on his blue Schwinn bicycle. Continues, him and his immigrant grandfather taught Anthony to ask questions, consider all data, and never give up. Hmm. So, so he was a drug dealer? Well, legal. So sounds like. Legal drug dealer. He was. This is probably when everybody was doing cocaine. So, yeah. Yeah, the getting the coke that actually had the cocaine in it you know getting the heroin straight from straight from the pharmacist no prescription necessary yeah just delivered delivered on a bush blue schwinn bicycle a schwinn oh god love how they have to point that out right it's wow. such a wholesome picture isn't it it is i'm back it is i heard you did your skype do the thing again that sucks I did the fucking thing right as I was uh, bringing up the perfect combination of the androgyne agenda with the COVID bullshit agenda. Yeah, what's that? Injecting men with the female hormone progesterone Progesterone. could reduce the severity of the COVID-19 symptoms. Now, to be fair, they, they do give people that for other stuff. I believe. Do they? Yeah, look that up, Jack. Look up progesterone. Also, what country did that come out of? I feel like it was a Muslim country. The that that study was done out of. Because I remember, I remember seeing that even before you showed it to us, about and I thought it came out of some like Middle Eastern nation. Yeah, I don't see that. Where is that in the prep? I don't see that in the websites, the links. And it was it was uh, screenshots. Oh right, it's from Haaretz. Oh, no, ah, no, 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 that's not the that's one. a different one. That's not the but one. Uh, this, this is just this got- was from uh, the Daily Star. Oh, here it is: injecting men with the female hormone progesterone. Huh. Yeah, experts recruited forty male patients who had been hospitalized with COVID nineteen. Half were treated with a five day course of pro- progesterone injections twice daily. This group scored 1.5 points better on a seven-point clinical scale after seven days. While results were promising, the team said larger clinical trials will be needed. Yeah, we're going to need more dudes to shoot up this shit into, you know. Well, they have all those immigrant kids, so whichever ones don't make it to the moon, in figure they got them there. Well, this is something that that does uh, that guys do do take, I guess. Men need this female hormone, too. Um, Men need progesterone because it helps police the actions of estrogen to keep safe. Progesterone helps protect men's reproductive tissue from adverse effects of excessive estrogen as men age. 
Progesterone helps battle the beer belly gut that excess estrogen makes it difficult for maturing men to shed. Progesterone also helps men preserve their masculinity. Progesterone is a precursor to the male sex hormone testosterone. Hmm. So maybe, I mean, maybe it's not as bad as they're making it sound. Okay. I, I still don't want to be shot up. No, I don't either. Hormones I don't either. For this thing that's not real. Right. I don't. Yeah, I, that's the thing is like, I don't want to be shot up with. We shouldn't be debating the fact that, you know, like that, that men use them or not. I don't, that was, yeah, that was, that was bad of me. The fact that they're deciding to shoot up anybody with anything over this fake disease is what we really should be talking about. Um, yeah, not taking the vaccine, definitely not taking female hormones to help battle this thing. No, not doing that. Become the gay. No, not doing that either. Jack, uh, can you timestamp that? We're going to isolate that and use that as a drop. <laughs> no, we're not. We always say we're going to do that, and we never do that. Nobody ever does that. We've never harvested a single drop from this show. We don't do drops. This show is not a drop. Damn it. Show. If you guys Wait, want, we, you guys can. We got Brad once with the uh, the gay vaping thing. Yeah, but that wasn't a drop. That was just to play and, and to laugh at him. Or it wasn't really like a first yeah, show drop or anything. True. Yeah. I just That's put that Brad. in the chat and it was f- funny. Um, so, yeah, is there more COVID stuff? Uh, well, Krispy Kreme Donuts is giving oh, out right. uh, free glazed donut if you get the vaccine. And I just want, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. This is, uh, is going to make some people really upset. Um, Krispy Kreme donuts are fucking trash. They're awful. They're like the worst donuts. They're, they're fucking awful. Am I, am I? Am I alone here? No. I mean, I, I know people that, that agree with you. I don't care one way or the other. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not a pro Krispy Kreme or anti Krispy Kreme. I try to stay away from donuts in general. But there are people that will fight you over that, I'm sure. But yeah, what right, is it? But one, like uh, the, giving you a, the, your, your hole-in-the-wall Korean donut place is probably the best donut place in your area. You know, it's not, it's not the mass-produced... Like yeah. whatever those rings of pure sugar are, like that, like you got to have a little donut with the rest of everything else, right? You don't, ha- you don't get that. Okay. Krispy Kreme, it's okay. We're not turning. <laughs> it's this like well. a coaster of sugar. Okay, okay, stop, stop. We're gonna turn this into dessert posting, and it's already well. On the flip side now, of hang that, on. hang on, real quick though, real quick. It is they're giving away a donut a day for a year, right? Is that what it is? You get a you get a free glazed donut every day for a year. Is that what they're? Yes. Okay. Well, yes. If you if you prove that you you got the uh, the shot. So so you're not going to get COVID, but you will get diabetes. Well, yeah, it's one year to fatten the curve. Nice. Well played. Thank um. You. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, if you want, if you're really interested in getting your corn syrup and sugar. And highly processed flour fix. Go get your vaccine, your your experimental RNA RNA vaccine. Then go get your uh, your Krispy Kreme, 
Oh, Johnny, I got my shot. I'm going to go get some Krispy Kreme donut. I get free one every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh boy. Oh, my God. Oh, I love that Krispy Kreme. Oh. Yeah. I just imagined the really fat guy from the World of Warcraft episode of South Park. Yep. Or from, yeah, just the fat guy, the fat computer guy. Or yep. anti-Semitism cow. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. yes. Every now and then, I you know they do they, they they are funny sometimes. You can't help it. Just like just like blacks are you know they're they're entertaining minstrels occasionally. You know. Occasionally, right? For the most part, they're not. Yeah, like I I really like Cool Keith. Yeah. You know, sure. He's, sure. He's definitely an entertaining minstrel. Eddie Murphy's first two stand-ups were hilarious. You know. But before they replaced him. With the, with the one that likes trannies, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. They replaced Eddie Murphy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they replaced Dave I just, Chappelle. I don't, probably, think, I don't know if they replaced him. Eddie Murphy. I think Eddie Murphy just finally came out that he liked trannies. Like, because that was the whole thing. Was like one time. Here's the deal: if you get caught with a tranny once, you can call it an accident. Like I didn't know. You get caught with a tranny twice, you're suspect. But the third time you get caught, just admit you like chicks with dicks. You know. That was Eddie got caught like three or four times. He's got like I six mean, kids. You know, he did that great movie, The Adventures of Pluto Nash, and I don't feel like he. Oh my god! I don't god. feel like he gets enough. I don't feel like he gets enough recognition oh sometimes. My god. Yeah. <laughs> That's. I mean, it was it was pretty the, much the up there with Ghost Dad. Out of you know? le- no, Ghost Dad was. Those that's Bill Cosby. That's a whole different black person. Um, what about the Haunted Mansion movie. Man, talk about <laughs> bad Eddie Murphy movies. Holy shit! Oh boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pluto Nash. Jesus, man. That's a name I thought I'd never hear again. Uh, did Eddie Murphy die of the COVID vaccine? Not yet. All right, where are we at? Where are we at? We did, we did COVID. We did, we did the science thing we did this shooting was there anything else on the shooting i think that was it um reinhardt you said you found something on ufos oh there's you know what there's more there's more disclosure stuff going on i i've been reading about actually the fbi had a story and somebody else had a story and isn't there like a deadline that the somebody gave the government gave like a deadline for everybody to to hand over all of their information on UFOs. Yes. Um, also, I don't think it was me that posted the UFO thing. That was that was top bot. Oh, sorry. Um, I sorry. just want to give proper credit there. I appreciate it. I was uh, busy thinking about that that classic movie, Vampire in Brooklyn. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> you are googling Eddie Murphy movies right now. Stop it. <laughs> No, I'm not. I was just, furiously I was typing thinking, in. I was thinking about the drip he had in Vampire in Brooklyn. I mean, he was, he was straight pimping in that movie. Did, uh, uh, did you just use drip and pimping in the yes, same sentence? Yes, yes. Two terrible adjectives. I'm trying to sound hip to the children. Oh, okay. okay. I'm well. trying to relate to the Zoomers because apparently uh, Gen Xers and Zoomers aren't supposed to be able to relate. And so we're we're trying to find ways to relate. Hey, guys. You know, I was thinking about something when I was listening to you and scrolling up in the in the chat. I see a picture 
of the Boulder police officer that was shot and killed, Eric Talley. Oh, yeah. That picture, it looks like it was taken with somebody's iPhone. That doesn't look like a photograph. Like, there's red eye. You know, there's lens flare. There's, like, flash. Well, then it wouldn't have been taken with an iPhone because all the great iPhones, they take away all those things. All right, maybe not the iPhone, but it was taken with a shitty camera, not... Doesn't look like the kind of picture that you would take with, like, you know. It was taken with the same camera that was taken with the Derek Chauvin uh, custody shot. Okay. (laughs) Right. Right. That's the same camera that all those. That's that same camera that all those uh, those agencies have to use for. This guy looks like a fake Tim Allen. Whoa. Just saying. Yeah. Implying Tim Allen is real. Tim Allen and Kevin Spacey had a kid. Ugh. 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 Look at the forehead. Look, I already morphed oh. two things today. I Look don't need to morph anymore. Hey, that could be a good segue into my other science segment. Okay. But yeah, no, uh, no you want to talk about the, the, the Boulder police officer real quick, though. I brought that up, and you're like, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, sorry. Just just thinking about Kevin Spacey and Tim Allen having a kid. It, oh, it, okay. Dude, is, he, is it not fake, though? I mean, do we know, like, have they said anything about his service record or? I haven't like, seen anything. I don't know. I'm not, I'm being um, blocked again on Twitter, so I can't. Oh, uh, I heard today that the cop had seven kids. What? So he deserved to wow. die. He's a white male with multiple children. Oh, wow. wow. Thanks, Amy Siskind. No problem. Yeah, this is, this is, I don't know, the picture of him. That's a very, it's just a very strange picture. Usually, like, you know, the cops pictures that they take when they you know if they get a medal or if they you know gain rank or whatever whatever sort of you know picture on the wall of the of the precinct or whatnot there's usually not red eye in those pictures you know they usually take them with like a professional camera this is weird the pictures Man, i can't find anything about this now <laughs> yeah Jeez. oh and of course this was the legacy of this officer tally is uh, he rescued a group of ducklings at one point. He saved Were they them. ugly? Well, obviously. Are there any other kind? I don't know. You're the one who has ducks. No, ducklings are cute. Oh, that's a, that's that's story. Even like, well, no, swans and geese, goslings are they're ugly. So I guess they're not ducks, though. See, that's the the point of that story is that they're lying. The ugly duckling isn't even a duck. It's a swan. But there's nothing. I see nothing on the internet about this guy. Eric Talley. Just the Twitter thread. Where it just says his name in that really odd picture of him with the red eye. If he if he want- were killed by a white shooter, he would be plastered everywhere. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want the uh, the names of the ten victims? Yes, yes. Tre- Trelona, Bart Kowiak, Suzanne Fountain, Terry Leaker, Kevin Mahoney, 
Lynn Murray, Ricky Olds, Nevin Stanziak, mm. Denny Stong, Eric Talley, and Jody Waters. At least three or four Jews. A lot of lot of references to water too. Mahoney fountain is water. Mm. Mm. Well, the booking suspect photo of the of the guy, he looks like a he looks like he looks like a pasty white dude in this in the photo on the Boulder Police Department official where did you, uh, official where, post on. Where do you see that? Oh, give me give me one second. Um, well, of course, it's the same thing they did to George Zimmerman. Yeah, they gave him the whitening remember. treatment. Oh, here it is. Um, I can paste it in the Skype chat real quick. Go take a look. Yep, he looks. He does not look Middle Eastern at all in no, that picture. No, they're whitening him up. I don't know if he... Wow. Yeah. That doesn't look... That picture doesn't look like the picture of... I don't know. I need to put like, those two next to each other. Jack, make a side-by-side of the one from the Facebook, where it says Facebook scrubs page showing supermarket shooters anti-Trump, where he's got the medals around his neck. Put that face next to the face of the other guy. And I don't think... I don't know. Is that the same guy? It looks like he gained a crap load of weight. Like, the picture in the middle looks like he's kind of sucking in, but he's still kind kind of fit. And then the pictures next to, like, on either side... Where he's being taken away by cops, he looks mm-hmm. like he's just gained a crap load of weight. Right. So, like he used to work you, out, and he now he's fat. Yeah. Um, so, so if if you, but I want to see the nose. I want to see the nose comparison and stuff. Yeah, that's true. If you darken so, his skin, they look pretty similar. So, according to the Washington Post, here's a little bit about Eric Talley's life. Mm. If his sister ever got in trouble when they were kids. He would take the blame. If she was picked on in school, he would make sure people knew not to mess with his little sister. Okay. Sounds like a sitcom, brother. Hey, that protectiveness carried into their relationship as adults. Tally would often call and check on his sister, reminding her, take care of yourself. He was the same way with his own family, his wife and seven children. Ages seven to twenty, Brooks described them as a good, sweet, tight, close family. Hmm. According to her, according to his sister, I honestly know my brother. When he heard that there was a shooting in a supermarket, I know his first thought was, "There are kids in there." He loves his kids, and his family shopped at King Supers. Oh boy. <laughs> I know Eric would um, have wanted to save every single one of those lives, and I know why he flew in there first, because he was thinking, there are families in that store. Oh boy. No, he was thinking there are ducklings. I'm going to have to teach you about the callback. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so they have their... They have their memory hole suspect. Well, they have a tally. They have a tally. Well, they have a tally. Yeah. A tally. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The guy's an Arab, right? Arab Muslim. That's a sanctioned racism. Like, we're allowed to be racist to the Arabs. You know? Team Red, 
will be will be racist to the Arabs. They'll be mad. This will be this will give people time to be big mad about Arab immigration, which isn't really a thing. I mean, it is, but not like not like the the the, the Zerg rush that's going on down at the southern border. Yeah, but did he stay? Did he overstay a student visa, Johnny? Probably, Conservative maybe. talk radio, like right, really, right. like that. They always bring up the the overstaying the student visa because that's you the know, important ones. Those are the ones you got to worry about. You know, yeah, you know, all three hundred thousand of those. Which I mean, still that's still three hundred thousand people. But that's three hundred thousand too many. Absolutely. Um, apparently CNN faked a migrant crossing uh, live on air this past weekend. Yes, yeah. they did. Uh, it was done in an area that's only accessible to border patrol. Uh, people and uh, accessible to border patrol um, units. Interesting. They use yeah. the same. They use the same camera staff that uh, has a person faking how strong the wind is uh, it, during their storm coverage. Right. Or Anderson Cooper standing in a hole. Yeah. Remember that. <laughs> and also, like they had. So apparently, the migrants, quote migrants, that they had, uh, they were wearing fatigues the leader was wearing uh, fatigues at a black ski mask um they were wearing life vests i mean these people were like decked out and prepared which no they're usually not they're usually fat hispanic chicks with their giant new iphone shoved in their bra or you know those skinny small uh fighter kind of guys they're right. coming well, up here just to do what they do well they're just starting a new style called coyote wave <laughs> okay, so Jack made a side by side of the Al Asasi, Al Asasin, whatever. Could be, could be he got fat, you know, put on a bunch of weight. Could be juicing. <laughs> I mean. Or it could be a different guy. I mean, does that look look in, look at the picture, the side by side? Does that look like it could be the same guy? Man, I really can't you know, tell the nose, but well, it doesn't look like the, the guy from Cash Cab. That's for sure. No, he doesn't look like <laughs> Derek Chauvin at all. That's a good one. Thank you, Dog Bob. I don't know if I got in this guy's cab. Ugh. Right. Well, I mean, you'd probably be able to smell the cab. It's just pulling up. You know, true. Right. I definitely well, yeah. would take his cap to the grocery See, this store. guy looks like he doesn't look Arab. Well, I mean, as it could be, it looks like these cats from this Armenian school we used to have to wrestle against when I was in high school. Honestly, <laughs> the picture on the right kind of looks like a like a Muslim Charlie Day. It's always <laughs> the, sunny. No, the the one on the right looks like every uh, like vaguely eastern european guy that would come into the club roughly around 12:45 to 1 o'clock and immediately start trying to grind on chicks on the dance floor and get pushed away okay that's a very specific look uh yeah well i mean they were uh, probably overstaying student visas at smu it's probably a very good point um yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. We'll see if it gets memory hold. If you know, if they have it memory hold because it's so bad. Uh, I mean, because because the the acting that we've seen so far is terrible, absolutely terrible. 
Uh, do we have the other? I think we have the other video. Do you guys want to play that one? The one where the guys think. I don't care. We already did. We did enough of that. It's fake. What else we got? Embryos. Oof. Yes. Oh. Yes. This is the Haaretz article. This is not science fiction. Israeli researchers have grown an embryo outside the womb. Oof. In Jacob Hanna's lab at the Weissman Institute, for the first time in the world, scientists succeeded in growing a mammal embryo outside the womb. The implications of this unprecedented achievement could be enormous, from growing synthetic embryos for organ implants to creating an infant whose biological parents are two men. Oh, my God. Well, this, I mean, this dovetails into the stuff that's in Scott Howard's book. I mean, it's it's completely, uh, this is the worst kind of dystopia. You know, we, we didn't get anything cool. We're going to have uh, gay parent clones mm-hmm. walking around. Didn't they already make one where they got the egg? They made the egg from a cell from the man's skin, like the husband's, the wife's husband's, whatever it was. Is yeah. that something that's already happened? Well, that's what they're, that's what they're talking about. Okay. And uh, it's just, it's. Reinhardt, what kind of, you know, what kind of uh, fate awaits a creature like this? Oh, Lord. Um, well, I said earlier, it would be a shame if these things just became soulless, or, uh, yeah, soulless husks, husks that have a soul shoved inside, and they just become these cannibalistic, monstrous beings that just eat every living thing, even their creators. I mean, that sounds pretty scary. I, you, you can't create a being with a soul, right? So if you shove something else inside of it, supernaturally, Mm -hmm. it's not going to take, it's, it's just going to be this mindless. I mean, of course, if that soul is intelligent, then it'll still be ravenous, but it's just going to be this ravenous monstrous being. It's just going to turn on them. Like, uh, what has happened in certain Japanimation storylines? <clears throat> not gonna, not gonna anime post. But if you know what I'm talking about, you'll get it. <laughs> I don't. It's okay. Don't shh, stop. Um, <laughs> moving along. Yeah. So they're they're really doing the the bit with the. Uh, embryos outside of of a womb the first one is it what is it mice it's a mouse yeah uh it says in the other screenshot that was posted says an embryo floats in a warm bath of liquid transparent folded onto itself like all embryos is a large head with a round eye the red heart the spinal cord vertebra vibertebra extends to a curled up tail anyone might think it's a regular embryo human or mouse at this stage of development both species Mm. sport a tail but no, it is not developing within a mother's womb, but between the glass sides of a revolving vial do we at have a temperature of 37 ar- degrees Do we Celsius. have the rest of the article? I want to I see some more about that. Well, I, I, I did request the rest of the article. It's a paid article. Is it? Yeah. I tried going to 
like searching it and it came up immediately with the gigantic like you must pay for this uh, um, all right. one of those that you can't even friggin you can't even flub it All right, well, it's not science fiction anymore, guys. Israeli researchers, of course it's Israeli researchers that did it. <laughs> but it's, it wasn't going to be Canadian. Or, right, or right, it right, be, right. Yeah, no. was it going to be like Switzerland? Swiss. The Swiss, Switzerlandians? Yes, Swazilandians. Swazilandians. No, it wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to be the Poles. It wasn't going to be you know the Uyghurs, or the Indonesians, or even the New Zealanders. The Kiwis weren't doing it first. Nope, it was the Israelis. Hmm. They got. They're going to make their homunculus, and they got their. <laughs> they got their little embryo in a jar now. It's. They're going to make. They're going to make their antichrist if they don't if he doesn't show up right well yeah i mean we've already got cern who's you know had the body of gilgamesh apparently since 2003 right who's working on uh working on 3d printing bodies much like this i mean 3d printing bodies making fake embryos um i mean emailing Mm -hmm. hillary clinton about it (laughs) yeah there's that too there's that there's the the United States government's interest in the body of Gilgamesh. Yeah, well, Gilgamesh and others. Well, um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to say that Gilgamesh is definitively the Antichrist, but Gilgamesh and Gilgamesh-related historical. I just want to say Gilgamesh is pretty epic. Boy. Yeah, I mean, thirty-three point three percent man and sixty-six point six percent god. A lot of magic numbers there. <laughs> All right. So there's that. Um, UFO disclosure. Oh, do, do we have the video? Uh, Yeah. Let's see how long. How yeah, long we do. Also, Johnny, real quick, before we do play that, you had mentioned a disclosure deadline. Yeah. Um, so I pulled that up. Uh, the deadline was from December 2020. Uh, U.S. federal omnibus spending bill that included COVID-19 relief started a 100-day, 180-day countdown. Right. Uh, so a six-month countdown to an unclassified report on UFO disclosure. Um, so we're looking. That was December 27th. So we're okay. looking May 27th. Okay. Is the deadline here? Interesting. Interesting. Um, and also here is an article to go along with the video. If you want to pull that up. Former intelligence chief, quite a few more UFOs detected in the public nose. Okay. Um, Yeah, there's, there's definitely a forthcoming U.S. government disclosure on UFOs. It's been coming for a while. I mean, Tucker talks about it all the time. Um, it's all over the History Channel, you know, ancient aliens, all this alien stuff. It's been a meme for decades now, but I guess it's all coming to a head. Yeah, William Cooper said they're, you know, with all the alien movies and stuff, they're softening us up. So whenever the big reveal happens that the government's been working with aliens and they put the Illuminati in charge of mankind for the purpose of, you know, soft, you know making sure that there's a soft transition. 
Right. Right. Um, well, we'll see how that goes. But uh, do we want to play the video? Let's play the video. It's interesting. Yeah, let's, let's listen to this video. actually um, is a program that's been in place for a few years in terms of a task force that that has been uh, there under the National Defense Authorization Act. But as you correctly point out, Maria, there's now a report that will be issued by the by the Pentagon, uh, by the Secretary of Defense and the Director of National Intelligence. I actually wanted to get this information out and declassified before I left office, but we weren't able to get it down into an, uh, an unclassified format that we could talk about uh, quickly enough. But, but frankly, there are a lot more sightings than have been made public. Some of those have been declassified. When we talk about sightings, we're talking about objects that have been seen by Navy or Air Force pilots or have been picked up by satellite imagery that, um, uh, frankly, um, engage in actions that are difficult to explain, that um, movements that... Uh, that are hard to replicate, that we don't have the technology for, or traveling at speeds that you know, exceed the sound barrier without a, a sonic boom. So in short, um, things that we are observing that are difficult to explain. Um, and so uh, you know, there's actually quite a few of those, and I think that that information is being gathered and will, will be put out um, in a way that the American people can see. We always, when we, when we see these things, Maria, we always look for a, a, a plausible explanation. You know, whether- All right. So these things are difficult to explain, is what he's calling them. Phenomena that are difficult to explain. And there's a lot yeah, more. Yeah, and of he it. says, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I said there's a lot more of them, is what I was going to say. Yeah, well, and he, he goes on to say, um, like when we talk about sightings, uh, the other thing I'll tell you is it's not just a pilot or satellite or some intelligence collection. So usually we have multiple sensors that are picking these things up, and some of these are unexplained phenomenon. So, yeah, they're not just seeing, you know, uh, flashes of dust or bugs on cameras mm -hmm. or anything. Multiple planes, uh, multiple pilots, multiple sensors picking these things up either through, you know, human eyesight, through the naked eye, or through radar, or uh, satellite imagery, right? We've so, had we've had like the, the Tic Tac incident recently with the uh, the Navy pilots, right? Which uh, was confirmed by the U.S. Navy to be real, right? So disclosure's coming, you know. Like Bill Cooper said, and they've been softening us up with all these alien movies for generations, um, and then pushing all the you know the soft disclosures. There was the the Phoenix Lights. There's the, like I just said, the Tic Tac incident. There's been all kinds of de declassified military videos. Um, does this guy have a lot more to say? There's another minute left of the video. You want to play it? Um, yes, please. Okay. Yeah. It can cause disturbances, visual disturbances. Sometimes we wonder whether or not our adversaries have technologies um, that are a little bit further down the road than we thought or that we realized. But there are instances where we don't have good explanations for some of the things that we've seen. And, um, you know, when that information becomes declassified, I'll be able to talk a little bit more about that. <laughs> Can you tell us where it was seen? Actually, all over the world. There have been sightings all over the world. And, and when we talk about sightings, the other thing I will tell you is um, it's not just a pilot or just uh, a satellite or some um, uh, intelligence collection. Usually we have multiple sensors that are picking up these things. And so, uh, you know, again, some of this are just their unexplained phenomenon. 
Um, and uh, there's actually quite a few more than have been made public. So I think it'll be healthy for uh, as much of this information to get out there as possible um, so that the American people can see. Okay, he definitely did the thing where he repeated himself politic like he he did like the soft political statement and he repeated it a couple times do you remember like when uh when bush was going to go talk to the 9-11 commission with cheney by themselves with the door shut and he's like you know they he kept saying over and over again that they had questions that the uh, 9-11 commission had questions they wanted to ask and they were looking forward to answering their questions he just kept saying that basically over and over this guy just said that there's some you know unexplainable phenomenon and that uh, they just don't understand, you know, they don't know. They have, it's uh, unexplained. You know. It's possible technology, but it's unexplained. I mean, he really, really tried to get all this stuff out before he left office, man, you know? Like, he just, he did the best he could. What are you going to do? Right, you, know, you only right. have a limited time in office and, you know, well, he, I'm sure, you know, he spent the entire... Yeah, I, I, I'm sure he expended hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of energy trying to trying to get this this information yeah, out there to the public. This is John man. John Ratcliffe. He was uh, director of national intelligence under Donald Trump. Um, I don't know. He wasn't a politician. He was just a he was an appointed person. So yeah, yeah. Ratcliffe, Ratcliffe. Interesting. Isn't, uh, I know one of the things that uh, tipped me off that the alien thing was probably complete and total bullshit was uh, John Podesta being remotely involved with any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anytime they yeah. they add those people into the into the the mix, you're like, oh, oh, you had me. Then you brought in the guy with <laughs> yeah. the, with the fish tattoo on his palm. Remember yeah, that? I uh, think. When these, even when these events are real, they're going to, of course, spin the narrative to an incorrect conclusion that's palatable for us. Sure. So that when something does happen, they can, of course, spin the palatable narrative, uh, replacing all world religions, enlightening people, um, whatever that may be. You know, we are your sure. creators. This is going to be, yeah, this is going to be interesting because. You know, it's it's again, and it's something they've been building up to for generations. And maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. I mean, because they've been teasing disclosure for a while. I mean, there's always been some sort of disclosure coming, but now we have an actual, you know, governmental deadline, an official deadline. Right. It'll be interesting. Whatever happens, May twenty seventh. Um, Funny yeah. that it falls. So May twenty seventh falls out of that forty one day season of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But what do you get after sacrifices? Or what are you supposed to get out of sacrifices? Rain, <laughs> right? Blessings, you know, something blessings, right? Yeah, some oh. blessings. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed you, to get you a sacrifice reward. something to receive a blessing. That's the whole point. Right. So let's see. May first is yeah the midpoint of Taurus. June 21 is the is in the middle of Gemini and Cancer. So we're looking in the middle of Gemini somewhere. I don't know what that's going to mean. I don't know if it has any meaning for this. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Do you know uh former CIA director John Be- uh, John Brennan had something to say about these uh UFOs. 
which is interesting that the director of the CIA, well, you know, of course, he would probably be in on it. Um, he said the videos from the Navy pilots are quite eyebrow-raising when you look at them. Yeah, no shit. Eyebrow-raising? They're UFOs, buddy. But uh, no, he also said he thinks that, uh, quote, some of the phenomena we're going to be seeing continues to be unexplained and might, in fact, be some type of phenomenon that is the result of something that we don't yet understand and that could involve some type of activity that some might say constitutes a different form of life, end quote. Yes, John Brennan, those, in fact, are all words. Um, that word salad said absolutely nothing. They said, yeah, some of the phenomena we're going to see are going to be unexplained, and we don't know what they are, and we don't understand them, and they could involve something that we don't know yet, and it might be something that we don't quite comprehend as of this particular moment. That's a whole lot of really squishy verbiage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is John Brennan. I know, but like that's people. like... That's like slimy politician speak, like completely, you know. But he always was right. Like, uh, and other, we have some other political, but sports news. Okay, quick at the end of we're we're cutting off. We're coming to the end. So uh, okay, yeah. Remember, uh, remember we were talking about how that one from South Dakota. Yes, uh, that one dude, Christy Nome. Christy Nome. Oh my God. Yes. Had a bill on its desk to preserve women sports being for women in in its state, and, right? And it did. The, the bill was on its desk, and it pushed it back to the legislator. It Christian cinema it. Uh, uh, no, no, no. It did the Christian cinema like vetoed and sent it back. You know. Oh yeah, and and it went on. It went on uh, that one guy with the red bracelet, uh, Tucker show. And uh, yeah, it basically it, he basically tried to get it to say, you know say you know why did you veto the bill that would do this? And it basically said that it was afraid that the NCAA was going to bankrupt its state with lawsuits if it didn't. The NCAA. Oh, so it used it hid behind the NCAA. Okay. Yeah, because like a couple tournaments are up there, and I guess it's a really big deal to have NCAA tournaments in your state. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's just not very important that only girls can play in girls' sports. It's just you know you got to yeah. have the revenue. It's come interesting in. that yeah for the trans men, yeah, women. It's interesting that yeah that that one did that. Christian Noem. After look, speaking of its 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 early life, looking at those pictures of that boy's head. In that girl's basketball right. uniform. Good lord. Yeah. Good lord. If that, I mean, like, yeah, that's, it doesn't get any more obvious than the early life pictures, the early pictures of these kids. I feel, I feel bad because it's not their fault that they're, you know, completely brainwashed to do this stuff as a child and then they grow up to be these crazy politicians. Absolutely insane. All right. Well, that's that's it for this week's Nationalist Inquirer. All right, guys. So uh, we've been talking about it the whole episode. Jack, tell everybody a little bit about the bit you're going to do, you're going to be doing here for us for the uh, Nationalist Inquirer. So uh, I'm going to be reading bits and pieces from books and whatever I see interesting. Uh, 
The new bit's going to be called, uh, courtesy of Reinhardt, Necronormicon. All right. Well, yeah, Jack's going to do the little bit at the end with some reading for us. But before we go, we're going to shill, like we always do. Check out our Telegram channel, t.me slash present. We post a bunch of stuff on there. Uh, I have actually been working, so I haven't been able to be as active. But we have 2,248 subscribers as of right now. Cool. That's very cool. Uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, Reinhardt, you have, you have your Telegram? Uh, yeah, it's t.me slash Nephilimauer. Uh, post stuff on ancient history, hidden history, uh, biblical stuff as well. Come on and join. Also, have a chat room in there if you can find it. <laughs> and Dogbot? Uh, my telegram is t.me slash chupacabra underscore kennel, where I rant and I uh, post not content, and uh, I put stuff in there, and I like it. I hope you like it, too. Get in the kennel. All right. And, of course, Jack's internal shit posts. Yes, and you can also find me on the latest episode of Hate House. That's right. Larry's back, and Hate House is back. And I'm going to go do Hate House with Larry pretty soon here. That'll be fun. That's Always a good time. Always a good time, yes. But yeah, we're going to get out of here. Jack's going to read us a bit from the Necronormicon. And uh, we'll see you this weekend. Later. Time travel makes you gay. Welcome, everyone, to the first segment of the Necronormicon. I'll be reading Mein Kampf by Adolf Hitler, the Dalton Translation. Chapter 11, Section 4. The Aryan as Founder of Culture. It would be futile to attempt to determine which race or races were the original standard bearers of human culture and were thereby the real founders of all that we understand by the word humanity. It's much simpler to deal with this question insofar as it relates to the present time. Here the answer is simple and clear. Every manifestation of human culture, every product of art, science, and technical skill that we see today are almost exclusively the creative product of the Aryan. This very fact fully justifies the conclusion that it was the Aryan alone who founded a superior type of humanity. Therefore, he represents the archetype of what we understand by the term man. He is the Prometheus of mankind, from whose shining brow the divine spark of genius has at all times flashed forth, always kindling anew the fire that, in the form of knowledge, illuminated the dark night by drawing aside the veil of mystery, showing man how to rise up and become master over all the other earthly beings. Exclude him and a profound darkness will descend upon the earth. Within a few thousand years, human culture will vanish and the world will become a desert. If we divide mankind into three groups, founders of culture, bearers of culture, and destroyers of culture, the Aryan alone can be considered as representing the first group. It was he who erected the foundation and walls of every great structure in human culture. Only the shape and color of such structures can be attributed to the characteristics of various peoples. The Aryan furnished the great building stones and plans for the edifices of all human progress. Only the execution of these plans can be attributed to the qualities of each individual race.